Yo, 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 what's up? This your boy Dizzy D Spill. You tuning in to the notion with a special segment which with just me, your boy, Dizzy D Spill. Um, we're gonna do something different this season. I know I have uh, thoughts of Dizzy. We got boss talk with Jelani. And um, something that's been near and dear to my heart that I've been talking to a lot of my friends about, we have cleaning up the culture, um, targeted towards our culture, some things that we can do to fix it as far as problems, but also addressing those problems. I kind of said that backwards, but you know what I mean. Anyways, we're going to get right into it. Thank you for tuning in. Um, it's been a great it's been a great experience, and, and we expect nothing but even more great things to experience. So I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to get on into it. I hope everybody's enjoyed their New Year's, their Christmas, their holidays. If you don't celebrate their holiday, the holidays, I hope you um, enjoy the fact that you most likely got an opportunity to spend time with family. And if you didn't, please find time to spend time with your family. It's so important. It's so important. Anyways, I'm going to get into it. So basically, these segments, cleaning up the culture, is really going to dive deep into some things. I've been watching a lot of different, um, I guess, channels and pages via social media, basically discussing topics that I feel like are good conversations, good topics, but at the end of the day, um, it doesn't seem like you get more, it doesn't seem like you get enough solution out of it from what I've seen. It seems like it's more rambling, more self-reflecting and more just talking about the controversial aspect of it. And I get it. Sex sells, controversy sells, you know, and all that stuff. I remember, um, we were, I was told one time that, you know, me and the fellows, we agree too much, um, on the same things when we have our topics and our conversations and I think that's just due to being used to controversy because you know usually you're going to be around people that are like-minded it doesn't mean you're always going to agree about how you execute things and how you do things but you're going to be like-minded um so cleaning up the culture uh one of the things that I wanted to address about cleaning up the culture is for starters uh, I'm black <laughs> for y'all that don't know. So this is basically pertaining to black culture, but it doesn't have to, the things that I'm about to say can affect any culture, but it just, it seems like it affects ours the worst. We all know the history on what happened with, with black people in this country. We, a lot of us know the history on what we, where we come from and, and what we were about once upon a time. And it does seem like that more people are becoming more conscious of it and more conscious of who we are. Um, you know, there's a work, uh, not work, woke term that's been floating around there and things of that sort. So you have all these different things at play, but it, it, it's, it's just been a consistent civil war. You know, that's, that's what I think. It's been a consistent civil war. Um, there are there are positive things in our community, but there's things that need to be addressed. Um, so before before I get into it, I want to shout out um, a good close friend of mine, Jamal, um, because me and him, we've been having these conversations. And um, and I said, you know, what? I want to start talking about this on the notion. You know, I want to start getting, you know, diving deeper into these things on a personal level. And you, and you might hear me and the guys talk about it. But, you know, this is just you know, some more stuff, I guess, a cherry on top to add to the things that we've already talked about and things that we might talk about in the future. Um, the first thing that I wanted to 
really address, and you got to excuse me, I got my notes right here, um, is the black men versus black women argument and conversation. Um, it's disappointing. It's stressful. Nobody's ever going to win. No side is ever going to win. The only side that really wins that argument or that situation is the people that are happy. The black men versus black women conversation. That's the only people that are really going to win are the happy ones. And you know what the happy people are doing? They're not trying to point the finger at another side to say it's you or or whatever the case is. I know there's people out there that, you know, have a platform and they have their opinion on men and women. And you know who those people are. And I'm a fan of some and I'm not a fan of 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 a few as well. And with cleaning up the culture, I'm just going to give you my take on what I think on what both sides need to do. Just from my perspective, you know, I'm just I'm just a person with an opinion, you know, who happens to be on a podcast and, and, and things like that. But I feel like. When And I'll start with the brothers. So the sisters, you don't have to worry about an attack, but I'm going to call shit like I see it. We have a lot to work on as far as being comfortable with who we are, you know, um, and addressing things. Black men, we are getting a lot better, um, but we kind of need to, we kind of got to speed up the process a little bit because we're playing catch up. You know, we can keep talking about what happened to us, you know, a hundred years ago, 400 years ago, but we have to also look at the resources that we have and how we're using them. And for starters, everybody's not a hater. I like every, just because somebody's keeping it 100 with you or somebody doesn't really want to, you know, do whatever your vision is or be a part of whatever your vision is. That doesn't mean they're a hater. So we got to get that out the way. And, and it seems like we only, it seems like we know how to label every single disappointment we have. You know, if it's another black person that's not really supporting what you're doing, you know, then they're a hater. If it's a white person that's not supporting what you're doing or somebody outside the black culture, then they're probably racist or they don't fuck with niggas like that. You know, that's the term that, you know, that's the, the statement that we make. Um, but that's not always the case. You know, we really have to learn patience, like true patience. We have to understand that, Things that we do really do take a long time if it's truly going to manifest and become something great. So we have to stop saying that the next brother is a hater or even that the person outside of the culture is a hater. That's not always the case. Sometimes it's just not their cup of tea. You know, pick you, pick a food that you'll never eat and a food that you hated being forced to eat as a child and that and, and try to look at it from that standpoint of maybe that's just something that people really don't fuck with. Somebody don't want to buy your product or somebody doesn't really want to take the time to listen to what you have to say when it comes to certain things. Try not to take it so personal. And I know we're not perfect. I understand sometimes disappointment gets the best of us, but you have to be mature enough and logical enough to understand that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Right. And within our culture, we have to stop being hypocrites. We can't sit up there and, you know, say justice for all the people that we lost and talk about police brutality or talk about the fact that we have um, 
issues with having opportunities, but we're not giving each other opportunities. One of the things that I've learned about the city that I'm from, and most people probably deal with this from the city that they're from, is that everything is clicked up. Everything is a circle. There's, it's really not a big unity. The only time it's a big unity is when you yell the city name out, whether you're from Sacramento, for y'all that don't know, we're based in California, um, Oakland, San Francisco, LA, and you can even take it a step further and go to like the East Coast where you got the Bronx, um, you got Queens, you got Brooklyn. So what happens is, is everybody gets clicked up within the city though. And it's like, I only rock with this circle and I only rock. And you're wondering why you haven't made it. And I've heard the, I've heard the, the, um, the opinion about, uh, getting outside your city and, and and people even refer to that in, in dating aspects like you know the the men or the women in in the area that i'm in is just trash and terrible but that's not always that's not always the case but it, it is a, it is like a, a a fraternity or a sorority circle where people you know only associate or only support that circle and and it's very it limits your network i just want to let you guys know Men, it limits your network when you're saying, I'm only rocking with these people. Everybody puts so much of the trust factor into things to where you can't move forward. You, you know, you always got to be on the defense because of some shit that happened to you in the past. Grow up. Shit's going to keep happening to you until the day you're not here no more. And it's not only happening to you, it's happening to your loved ones, too. So how, if you if you avoid it, then how do you give a testimony to help other people avoid it? That's not built like you that don't have the same visual that you have on or outlook on life, you know? So we have to do more of networking. I'm not saying you got to sit in a circle, drink tea, Indian style and, 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 and sing Kumbaya together and tell everybody you love them. I mean, that would be ideal as far as world peace, as far as what, what we've heard. But the real thing is, is that you have to have enough understanding to say, I need to have a network with people. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm breaking all of these pillars down is because when we talk about black men and black women, we can't play together in the sandbox correctly. We, we, we can't play together in the sandbox. And it doesn't just start with each other. It even starts within ourselves and with relationships outside of the dating aspect. You know, you, you, you don't really have a whole lot of friends you don't really associate with your family. You don't get along with your coworkers or your business partners or whatever. It just seems like you feel like you can't trust anybody about anything. And that's that's really false. I've heard numbers of occasions. I've heard the late, great DMX say it best, like trust the person to be who they are. If you trust every single person you come in contact with and you just trust them to be what they've presented to you or what their reputation is, then it's not really you're putting your guard up. It's really more so you're on the lookout. You have an understanding of what things can be so you can move cautious. But if you think protecting yourself is completely just being on the defense and grilling everybody and dealing with everybody how you see fit, it's not going to work out best for you. And you're not going to be in the winning circle of being happy, right? Because those are the only people that's going to win this battle are the happy people. So, you know, being also by being clicked up in a circle of people that you believe are the good people amongst the billions of people in the world, um, you're not you're not being exposed to the type of people you probably need to be dealing with and being around. Right. 
black men, we got to we, we have a very important role to play as far as in being leaders, because that's the first step in fixing the problem in our community is being a leader. And a leader really has to make decisions that's best for the, the village. You know, we have a community and then we have little villages in those communities, whether it's your neighborhood, whether it's a program that you're working with, whatever the case is. Now, I understand that we, we have to be selective about the type of people we deal with, but there's plenty of those people in the world. You just have to have enough patience and enough understanding to find those people. So that's what has to happen. Um, but diving straight into it with women, because that was that was more so like explaining to you that you got to look in yourself or look at your situations and understand that it's not just the women that you're not getting along with. But when it comes to women, I know it's a very it's a very slippery slope. It's very tricky and confusing um, with dealing with the sisters. And the reason why I say this is because there could be a lot of things that you feel that are contradicting, you know, a whole lot of hypocrisy going on, you know, all kinds of stuff. But I think what we have to do is we have to allow them to be who they are when you're dealing with whatever type of sister you're dealing with. Cause there's so many different types. You're dealing with happy ones, hurt ones, insecure ones, secure ones, whatever, you know, we all, we're not, we're imperfect. So you're not going to find the perfect human being. You might find human being. I'm sorry. You might find the perfect person for you. That's very possible. So I say that to basically help you understand that there are things that we got to do. Now I've heard the movement for the past years about protect this, protect that. Like it's kind of a catchy, trendy thing that's been happening for a while. But the thing that I've heard a lot was protect black women and black men don't protect black women. And you know that, which I don't find to be true. Um, But we do have to do a better job of letting them know that they are protected, even when they believe that they're not. And I'm not saying you got to take every Saturday out of every week to say, hey, you know, I'm here to protect you. But sometimes you got to remind people, you know, that, hey, you know, it's all good. And and we do got to We do got to do a better good, a better job approaching the sisters. I know some of them might have an attitude or they might give you the energy, but just because they give you the energy that they're not interested or they're not rocking with you like that. Do a moving. Or if you feel like you have a hard time with rejection, <laughs> then it's it's easy to just say, all right, I'm only going to try to approach women that I meet through other people. Ironically, in, in my youth years, my younger years, that's how I met girls. You know, I wasn't really the type to just, you know, oh, man, she's whatever. And I just go approach her. If she'd never seen me before, never met me before, it was a very, very rare occasion. And I don't even I can't even remember an occasion where I actually approached a woman that I didn't know like that. So to the men that do that on the regular, I tip my hat off to you because you got to have a lot of courage to possibly get rejected. But we do have to do a better job of of accepting no. You know, it can't be, you know, you want to turn into a hood person. But at the same time, I'm talking to brothers that really that really understand how the world work. I'm not talking to to little boys that that throw tantrums. So I'm I'm not even going to spend too much time on how to approach women because you should know if you're a grown ass man, you should know that. But I will say that 
don't get in your feelings because she's not interested in you because you wouldn't want a, a woman getting in her feelings that had the courage to say something to you and you're clearly not interested in her. You know, these are these are simple things, but maybe these things weren't taught, you know, to some of us because a lot of us didn't have fathers. And in that's okay because that's not your fault. It's, it's not our fault if we don't have a dad. We didn't choose and ask to be here. But what, you, what we should be doing is if we want to do better, we can't just say that we want to do better. You're never too young to have a mentor. So you can go find men out there or you can go find a brother out there that you're close to or somebody that you know of that does walk a line that you want to walk and you ask questions. You, you start reorganizing your circle to get an understanding of how it works. It's okay to it's okay to not know things about how to deal with women if you were never taught that shit. I know there's books out there. I know there's different information out there and you can you can take that abundance of knowledge and figure it out or you can ask questions, but we have to we have to to do those things and work on those things and get better at those things because that's part of a that's part of protecting the sisters. Straight up that's that's part of the shit that they're talking about. They're talking about their comfort. They're talking about how fearful it is. I mean, in this day and age, women get stabbed and shot and all this other stuff for rejecting the dude. Now, again, we're talking about a certain type of dude, too. I understand that. But we we have to do a better job as the leaders of, of being in a leadership position and and having that alpha instinct within us, you know, and having that confidence within us. We have to do that. It's very important. Um, the other thing that we have to do better with is now that we have social media and we have all of these platforms, we have to watch how we talk about the sisters. You know what I'm saying? We really have to do a better job. And I, like I said, I know that there's people out there, there's huge influencers out there that some people agree with their approach and some people disagree with, with, with their approach. But here's what I say about the approach in general. We really do have to be careful. If we want to build ourselves up and we want to have a better respect, you know, for ourselves and we want people to respect us and want people to respect our culture the way, you know, we're demanding it, we have to respect each other. So we have to watch how we say things and and the platforms that we're saying them on because what we're ultimately doing is we're giving other people the okay without telling them it's okay to talk about us and, and treat us a certain type of way and treat our women a certain type of way. So brothers, we really got to watch what we say. I know some of y'all be on the shade rooms and all this. I don't really follow that shit, but these platforms where or even a post that you see on social media or even you feel like you're inspired to cut your phone on and start talking about some of the things you're feeling. We have to be very delicate in what we say because we can't turn around and talk about we love our people. We love our women. But you're going ham on social media or, you know, you post a video talking about all the shit you don't like or a clapback video. We have to be very, very cautious of that because it's just more ammunition. One of the things that I've seen, you know, with all of the protests that have, ha that have happened over the past couple of years is, and it's not an excuse, but other cultures love to point the finger at us and be like, look at what you guys do to each other. And I mean, there is a point there. It doesn't justify what the hell we're protesting about or what we're feeling, but 
we have to pay attention to that and say, damn, like, yeah, we, we'll, we'll jump in the fight when it's a certain type of person, but we won't jump in the fight when it's us versus us. We don't sit down and know how to have civil conversations. So we really have to do a better job at watching what we say on a public scale. We really do have to pay attention to that. And, and, you know, you won't hear a lot of black women say it these days because, you know, they have their wall up, they have their defense up, but that shit hurts them, man. They won't always say it or they'll, it might come out in an angry way from a YouTuber or something, but that really, it really breaks their heart and hurts their feelings. Cause I really do believe deep down inside they want a brother. You know what I'm saying? I really do believe that sisters want to be with a black man. So we got to put our best foot forward. We have to make the right decisions when we're speaking on them. We can talk about the things we disagree with, but we got to do it in a delicate way. And we probably need to also mention what we appreciate when we're talking about the things we don't appreciate to let them know that, hey, it's still good. I just don't like the shit that y'all do over here. So, you know, that's one of the things in the cheating thing. Every culture cheats. So I, I know if there's any women watching this, you know, they want to talk about that. But every culture cheats. It's not just a black men thing. It's not just a black culture thing. You'll find infidelity in every culture, in every country. But I think what we have to pay attention to, brothers, is that if you know you're dealing with a sister that really wants um, monogamy or they really want one man, they, they're, they're, they're striving towards marriage and that's not your lane, man, leave her the fuck alone. I don't care how, I don't care how fat her ass is. I don't care what you heard about her from the next person as far as what she do in the bedroom, man, leave that woman alone if that's not the route you want to go. You know what I'm saying? And we, we kind of know that shit. We know, we know as a young age, from a young age, like what type of female or what type of woman or what type of young lady they are and what direction they want to go and what they're about. Man, leave her alone. There are women out there that are on the same type of time you're on. We are living in different times right now. Some of these women do it better than men. So just leave those. Don't damage somebody that's not damaged. And then we want to come back later when we mature and get older and say, oh, man, all these women is damaged out here. Well, motherfucker, you've been contributing to the labor shit. So we have to really protect that. You know, don't don't trick a woman into some shit, you know, making her think that it's one thing when it's really not. These are the things that's going to get better. Like these are these are simple things that have been a struggle for us because maybe we we don't have these conversations amongst ourselves, you know, and it's unfortunate because we we develop these patterns as young men. And partly because, you know, we didn't have our father around or maybe our father was around and didn't know how to give us that type of game. But we got to instill this information in the younger generations. We can we love to complain about the younger generations, but it's like, where did we leave the younger generations? And you listen to past episodes of the Notion podcast, you'll hear me and the fellas talk about the big homie ain't really here no more. The big homie is doesn't really exist. It's a myth. And the big homie gave you the game. The big homie kept you out the streets, kept you on the sidewalks. You see what I'm saying? So we have to get back to that, not necessarily having to be the big homie all the time, but giving the right message to the young men and even using your testimony to explain why these behaviors are important. 
And one of those things that we need to do is we need to not damage our 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 women. And as for the women that are damaged, we we have to if you really are into that woman and you understand she's been through some shit, you're going to have to have some fucking patience. You just you're going to have to. And the older you get, I'm in my 30s. The older you get, the more patience you need to have dealing with women because while you was fucking around and doing your thing in your youth, she was probably either doing the same thing or going through a lot of bullshit that she didn't really initially sign up for. So the older you get and you're single, the more patience you need to have for these women because they was dealing with some shit. They might have been the woman that was getting dead dirty and you might have been the nigga that you was doing doing all the dirt to these women to and now y'all meet in the middle and now you don't have patience. Come on now. Like we, we really got to consider that shit. So, brothers, those are things that we really got to work on. We also, I don't want to, I don't want to rag on brothers saying that, you know, from the money aspect, just, just be consistent in what you do. Stay with a job, have your own shit. Don't live off of these women. Don't be a hobosexual. Okay. Have your own shit, have your own car, have your own spot. You know, when you're approaching these women, that's just less of an argument. It's less of a, 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 a target to put on your back and, and, and all that other shit. You know, this, you know, this shit that the women are saying, you know, the shit that the sisters are saying, but have your own thing. And the only reason why I say you should have your own thing going on is because you don't even want to be in a position where you get into it with a girl or it's not working out. Give me my keys and take your bag and get out my spot. You don't, you don't want, you don't want that. I've, I've seen a lot of situations like that. I've heard a lot of stories like that, but just have your own. You don't have to have the flyest, flashiest shit. Just have your own space. And I recommend men having their own space for a while while they're dating or trying to figure things out because you learn a lot about yourself being on your own. And for the young men, I recommend that shit. If you're, if you're, you know, 18, between 18 and 26, live on your own for a while. Don't, if you can, if you can bear it, live on your own for a while. You'll learn a lot about yourself. You really will. And you'll and you'll appreciate a woman when it is time. You, there's going to be some things you disagree with and you don't like. But I do I do recommend having your own thing going on, brothers. So those are some things I got for the brothers that I feel uh, you gonna you have to excuse me. I need to I need a drink real quick. But those are things that you're going to have to really think about and understand the importance because these are the things that the sisters are talking about that I really feel that they're passionate about honestly um one of the things that uh I want to kind of shift gears over to is is the women and I I do have a lot to say and I probably won't be able to get it all out right now but sisters, one of the things I want to say to you guys with this black men versus black uh, women civil war that I, I've been witnessing all of my adulthood, I didn't realize it was this bad until I became an adult, is y'all got to fuck with each other too. Women have to stop hating on each other. If y'all, it, it's the same as the men. If y'all can't even be friends, Y'all can't have long friendships, long relationships, meaningful relationships with each other. How in the hell is a man supposed to understand any of what you got going on? And 
I will reference somebody. Kevin Samuels talked about um, money. You know, we don't care about your money. We don't. Only a, only a certain type of dude is really going to care about your money and how much you make and, and all that other shit. We don't really care about that shit because it's not ours, it's yours. But you guys have to do a better job. I I've, I see so many women and so many women in our culture talk about, I don't fuck with bitches. I don't fuck with nobody. I just roll solo. I see the memes and all the posts. That shit is not sexy. It's not cute. In my time growing up as a youngster, that was considered being a loner. And uh, excuse me. And and my thing is, all of a sudden, being a loner is cool now. It's it's really not. You really need to check that shit. You need to work on relationships. If you had a best friend, or if you're changing best friends every other year, you really need to look in the fucking mirror. Me personally, just using myself for example. I've known Poe since I was in the seventh grade. I met Jelani. Ah, shit. I think me and Jelani are going on maybe six years. And I met him through friends that I've been close to. Majority of my friends in my circle have been 15 plus years of friendship. And not perfect either. There's times where we went a little while where we wasn't speaking and we fell out and we had shouting matches. And there's some friends who I've never had a bad argument with. The point that I'm making is that if you can't maintain relationships like that, friendships like that, but you really expect somebody to believe that you can maintain an intimate relationship, you're crazy because you're actually you actually have to contribute more in an intimate relationship than you do with your friends. There are there are sides that your partner is going to see your husband, your wife, because that's what I'm promoting marriage. That your friends will never actually get to see. Y'all got to be friends. Y'all need to y'all need to learn how to disagree and still love each other and be close after that shit. It's stupid. And it's one of the things that that tripped me out. I, I really won't give any type of time or any type of or any type of attention to a woman that's sitting back talking about, yeah, it's hard for me to find anybody and I don't have any friends. Well, damn, that's a double whammy. You might need to really look at yourself because not everybody's a villain. Not everybody's the bad guy. So y'all really need to work on that shit. Because if you can't get through, you can't get past A, you know what I'm saying? And you and get stuck on A and then be like, well, I never got a chance with B. You still on the first letter. You need to really figure that shit out. Um... One of the things that I think has happened since the beginning of, I don't even want to say the beginning of time, but I'll say that, you know, the status, the status symbol, black people as a culture, we struggle with trying to look good. We struggle. And, and, and now it's flex culture. It's about flexing on each other. And it's, I ain't no broke nigga. And y'all broke, y'all broke. And these bitches broken, breaking bags and all of this other drama. Look, either you want a good man or you don't. You can't say, I want a good man, and he has to have this, and he has to have that. Like, a good man is a good man, straight up, period. Don't, don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot because that man doesn't have those status symbols that you can flex on everybody with. You know, all the girls that you're not friends with no more, you want to flex on them with this new man. That's, no, a, 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 
try to find a good man that really stands behind something that really lives behind a certain set of morals and a certain set of beliefs, not off of materialism. And the reason why I'm talking to sisters is because that's been a thing since for those that are not in high school anymore, you know, you wouldn't talk to a certain guy that wore certain shit because it wasn't socially acceptable. The irony is like, we'll sit up there and we won't deal with somebody if they're not socially acceptable, but then you don't want that person to be friendly. Huh? If you don't want a man to be friendly like that, then you might want to focus on somebody that is low key, somebody that doesn't put all their value into materialism. That doesn't, that doesn't fall into that category of trying to flex or whatever the case is. Now I understand that there are some sisters out there that, um, I understand that there's some sisters out there that want to live in a certain lifestyle. A lot of women want to live in a certain lifestyle, but, and there's ways of achieving that. I've, I've discussed this before, I think on one of my IG videos, but let, let's be realistic. You know, there's a, there's a certain top, like 10% men that all of you guys are trying to approach instead of getting a good man. And that's just, that's not enough. There's, there's not enough men in that category for you. So you guys, are, it's like all of you guys are fighting. I want to say for crumbs, but you guys are fighting over the same piece of meat or whatever that, whatever analogy or whatever comparison you want to use instead of just saying, you know what, I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna find, this is what I'm looking for. And it seems like a lot of women, a lot of you guys don't understand that shit until you get older. When you start hitting late 30s and early 40s, now you start to feel it. You're like, you know what? I just want a good man. You know, he don't have to have this. He don't have to have that. So you got to you gotta get away from the materialism. And the reason why I bring up materialism is because I'm really, really trying to talk about income. You know, we, we put so much pressure on income when you guys know how hard it is, you know how hard it is just as a woman not feeling like you're getting equal pay or not getting equal pay no matter where you go compared to a man. Well, well, black men, it's not that much better. You know, we're not moving up at the corporate. We're not moving up at the corporate ladder at a fast pace. You know, we're trying to turn into entrepreneurs and shit and make our own things happen because of the unfair experiences we have in the workforce. So you, you have to have that understanding and, and, and be logical about that shit. You really do need to be logical about that. So understand a man is a good man, you know, based off his morals, how he treats you, how he treats his family, his friends, not about how much money he make and how many bags he can buy you and, and shit like that. Not how cute your friends think he is. It's about what you think. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's all that should matter. That's all that should matter. Another thing that we have to be realistic about women is, you know, even the imagery. Now I know that's a hard thing on both sides, you know, but it's crazy that I'm at the age that I'm at and I still see women talk about, you know, he can't be this short or he can't be this skinny or he can't be this fat or his dick is small, or whatever the things that you got, all of the things that I've heard that you guys talk about, but you guys don't want to be sexualized. You guys don't want to be judged off your bodies, which all of that shit's going to happen anyway, because thanks to entertainment, but it's hip, it's hypocritical. It's, you're being a hypocrite. 
if you don't, whatever it is that you don't want to be judged for, it's common sense to not do the judging. Then, if you don't want nobody judging you for your body and they want to really appreciate your mind, then you should probably do the same thing with men. You guys are the ones talking about it. You have more men talking about it now, but you guys have been talking about that since the beginning of time. So that's what you guys have to do. These are the things in our culture that are killing us. And the reason why it's taking us out is because we can't work together. We already talked about, I already talked about we not being able to work, you know, play well with others, but especially when it comes to each other, as far as um, a relationship, but it's a domino effect because then we don't have that support. You have single dads out here and you have single moms out here. And and then we we hear shit like marriage isn't important and all this all the things that our parents and our grandparents strive for is no longer important because you're not in that boat right now. And then I've and, and it justifies being separate. Like I'm li- we're living in a time where people don't value marriage anymore. And we hear every fucking excuse to not do it. That's what lets me know that it's a fear with us, with our men and our women and our culture about getting married because we make all the excuses to not do something that's difficult to do. Because we love doing easy shit. If it's easy, we love doing it. Fast food, we'll do it. Smoke a blunt, we'll do it. Fucking a random, we'll do it. Or getting flew out, we'll do it. That's all easy shit. But see, that marriage shit, that shit right there is a different beast. And for my married friends or for my married viewers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But the marriage thing isn't just about the business deal. It's about the family nucleus, too. It's about giving the example to the village and giving the example to your kids that this is how you push through thick and thin. This is how you push through the financial hardships. This is how you push through the emotional struggles in a relationship. I don't want to hear shit about, oh yeah, all people do is cheat. Fucking people cheat in relationships. People date and cheat. People cheat on their baby mama. People cheat on their baby daddy. People will cheat with relatives. (laughs) The relatives are the person they dating. So I want to hear none of that shit, man. We have to get back to just the simple respect for each other. And, and women, I'm not done. But sisters, we have to. you got to do a better job with how you're talking to us. I already talked about the brothers and how they approach you. But you can't, you can't expect a man to be an alpha whenever you feel like it. And you can't be the alpha. Unless you are attracted to beta males, you can't be in charge of how the man is supposed to be in charge. You can't do that. We have a position to play in the community, in the culture. Now, listen, you want to be strong and independent and you don't need no fucking man. You don't need shit. You can get it on your own. Okay, it ain't going to be easy. And you're signing up for that, but you got to watch how you talking to us, man. And it, and for some of us, man, it stems back to our moms, especially if you grew up in a single, if you grew up in a single parent um, environment where you were raised by your mom, didn't really know your father or your father wasn't around like that. Your, your mom get at you in a way where it's like, I can't wait to get the hell up out of here. And, and sometimes that could be a trigger for us where it's like, man, we don't need to be talking down to. I'm a man. Like, that's everything to us. 
being a man is is what we have. It's all we have. You know, and if you want a man to act like a man, you gotta you gotta talk to him and respect him as that man. You can't talk down to a man and then expect you know, it's it's a weird energy right there. It's it's very ass backwards. You know what I'm saying? Don't address your man as nigga if you don't want him addressing you as a bitch. And it's not to say that, oh, he deserves you deserve to get called that. It's just common sense. Don't talk down to him and question his manhood if you don't want him talking down to you and degrading you as a woman. It's a respect thing. Don't dis don't be disrespectful. Like I said, I already talked about the brothers and what I think that they need to do a better job as far as approaching you guys and things like that. But you guys have to do a better job with how y'all how y'all deal with us. Cause I know every single man that you've ever dealt with hasn't just talked to you and treated you crazy. And if he has, then you have a fucking problem with how you pick men. And I will say the same thing to a man in a heartbeat. If every woman you dealing with is on some hood shit, some ghetto shit, oh, she hit me and she took me for this. It's it, you are picking the wrong fucking people straight up. But this black men Versus black women Civil war Needs to stop Now Because It's affecting Our business We're trying to grow a business It affects the relationships we have with one another It affects The children the most I don't care How successful you think you are I don't care What material possessions that you've obtained and this goes for the men the black men and the black women none of that shit matters if these children don't have the best examples and the best tools to be successful and in order for these kids to truly be successful emotionally mentally and financially they need both sides these little girls and these little boys need black men and black women to accomplish all of those things. And the reason why that's so important, and it doesn't mean, you know, I understand it might not work in, in, in relationships, but you need to find mentors. If you are a single man or you're a single woman and you're doing it by yourself, you need to find a mentor counterpart that they can go to and have conversations with. Somebody that you pick that you're comfortable with. It could be somebody in your family. It can be a close friend. It could be whatever. However you do it, whatever you see fit for your situation. But it affects the kids. And the reason why it's so important is that's the legacy. We have to change the narrative. You cannot be a single man talking shit about Black women and you're raising black girls. There's no way she's going to see a whole bunch of I don't give a fuck how much of a king you think you are. You are not going to see a great result from that. She has to. Those little girls have to see the display. They have to see you on. They have to see you live and in action. With black women to understand what to tolerate, what not to tolerate. You can say shit all kids. Do what you do, not what you say. And the same thing goes with the sisters. And I'm really, 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 really stressing it with you guys because you guys have little black boys. You guys have black sons. 
niggas can't niggas ain't shit that can't be the narrative or the song around your little boy he's not gonna grow up to be a strong black man by hearing you talk the shit you talk you need to get mentors and you need to speak life to him into him but he also needs to see it displayed how you interact with other black men even the ones that might be a little disrespectful you ha- he, he, they're, they're watching. And the reason why I know for a fact that these kids are watching is because I was a kid once watching. And I learned a lot of lessons the hard way because of what I seen. Instead of being taught certain things while I was seeing certain things. So, you know, I might visit more, more, more angles on this conversation, but these are some of the basic things that need to happen between one another. We can't build a stable, sturdy foundation in our community and in our culture if we don't get the simple things right, like relationships with others, how we talk to one another. If we can't get past those, there's no possible way that we can support each other or get support from one another. It's very, very critical. It's very important. Now that we're in this new year, 2022, we have to do a better job by doing those things. Now, I can get into the business aspect and all of this stuff in the culture, but the black woman and black man nucleus is very, very important. We have a job and we have accountability on both sides. It's not more black women and it is not more black men that are the problem we are the fucking problem and it doesn't matter um i I, one of my favorite comedians once said you know it doesn't matter who delivered the message did you get the message you guys should probably think about that the next time you listen to some of these people that are on YouTube that are giving you real information. Because what you have to understand about those people is you're not paying them like you pay a therapist. And I can get into the whole therapy and how black people, we need that shit, too, because we didn't dealt with some shit. But you're not paying these influencers to tell you anything that a therapist will stop telling you. Or um, once the hour is over or the couple hours are over. So you should probably take some of this information that you're getting from these people. Not all YouTubers are safe in, in as far as in the information that they're giving and, 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 or they're giving out to the public. But you know what I'm saying. You know what feels right. Like, like what genuinely feels right. I'm not talking about shit that, that speaks to you know, your anger or your narcissism. I'm talking about shit that really feels like, yeah, this is how it's, that's how I feel like it should really be. Like, you know what that feels like. So what I'm saying is we, we really have to get a hold of that shit and check each other. Black women need to check black women, not black men. And black men need to check black men. That's for, that's the first fucking thing that we, that, that should be on the, the list for 2022, 2023 till the, till the end of time black men need to be checking black men and black women need to be checking black women on how we conduct ourselves and how we treat each other straight up so i'll get into some more let me know let us know on the notion podcast how how much more you want to get into this conversation or other topics um 
please like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Um, we are growing, and uh, leave comments. Let's 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 create the discussion and, and talk about some solutions and how we can um, we can build a better and more secure and safe foundation for our culture. This is Dizzy D. Spill. You've been tuning in to The Notion, an episode of Cleaning Up the Culture. Thank you for listening. And if I haven't said it already, I'll say it now. Happy New Year. Be safe. Be prosperous. Peace. Peace.